Hallelujah, Hepcats. Join us for episode number 56 of Lucha World Podcast. Frito and the Freak, we do battle. We accuse each other of being liars. We talk all sorts of groovy stuff from Lucha Underground. Wrestling we've watched. Wrestling we have notched. Electroshock. Cybernetico. Aren't you excited? But most of all, the greatest part is Vandal Drummond has caught Puebla fever. Puebla fever. So everybody, get into the fever. Hare Krishna, you hepcats. The Frito and the Freak, we have returned in quick time for episode number 56 of Lucha World. Can you believe we have returned so rapidly, Frito? It's like less than two weeks, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ten days, probably. It's just there. Quickest has... turnaround. Actually, we did, I think we did one when um, Hector Garza passed away. <clears throat> yeah, this is true. Yeah. There have been times we've done this, and there's just been a lot of news in such a short time that we said it was we... either it was either do a podcast or delete the previous podcast. Yeah, we've <laughs> got to go for it. We and just figured... have to go for it. And you know, okay, there's. A lot of really compelling, exciting news, but uh, I guess we should get this out of the way first. Um, There was some very troubling news, and it's really hard to say this, but uh, without anybody, you know, spurring anything on, without any provocation... uh, Mil Moscaris made the announcement that he does not intend to retire. <laughs> He's going to continue wrestling. And I, I have no doubt there were shocked I, onlookers. Who, I, I love how all the, 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 I listed like a hundred things on uh, for this week's podcast, and that was the one thing that caught your eye. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. I, 
You know, and I, I mean, I have seen recent Mil Mascaris matches, and not even. I, I would say even ten years ago, he still had something going. Yeah, he does not anymore. Well, I ten years ago, he could do that it. plancha. Now I don't even know if he could. Well, I think he still does it, but it's like. And remember, I think it was two thousand four. Can't really hate two thousand five, where he and Kinect actually had a pretty. It wasn't a long match, but they had a pretty decent match in that uh, show of Bart's. Yeah, in City, City of Industry. Industry yes. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, even then, it wasn't that great. <laughs> it wasn't great, but they could... But they were following up Dos Caras and um, Blue Panther, that, who that blew was a were, good match. That blew was a them away. Match. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he's not retiring because <laughs> he was on CML Informa, and he said he wasn't going to be retiring because um, if he retires... That means he has to start a new career, <laughs> which was kind of weird because, I mean, the guy's, what, in his mid-70s? Absolutely. I don't think there's ever been anybody who's, well, you know, there, I'm sure there's people who have actually done, I'm, I'm sure there have been people who have started a new career at the age of 75, although I don't think it's something that's really... No, not average. I, sadly, <laughs> I would say maybe one in a million there might be somebody who sadly, does that. Sadly, you hear a lot of people who intend to retire at 63 or 65. Yeah. And, and nowadays... Uh, I don't think do I've that. ever heard... Of, I don't think I've heard somebody say, hey, you know, I'm thinking of um, starting a new career at the age of 75. So basically he said he wasn't going to retire because then he would have to start thinking about getting a new career. And then he started coming up with, like, different career options. And I was like, dude, you're not really going to retire. Exactly. What, this I, probably means we're not going to be... He's going to be around for a little longer. <laughs> but it's weird because he's so... I mean, I don't think... Like, if he was in the U.S., people would be, like, making a, a big deal about him still being around at 75 or 76. I, yes. think he's, I think he's beyond that by now, isn't he? He must be. Yeah, because I know when you and Steve were arguing over his age, he was probably... You guys were guessing between 72 and 75, and that was, like, four or five it years ago. A, yeah, that was just a three-year difference. Yeah. And, I mean, he... He's got to be 80. He looks really old now. He does yeah. not look like Mil Moskers anymore. The only time he does is if he's wearing a suit. Yeah, it, but... but to, to be fair, though, I mean, for a guy who's that age, who's been in wrestling, to still be able to, like, even, like, have a conversation as well as he mm-hmm. does, it's very impressive. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, you know, that's that's not... You know, I'm not completely knocking him. I mean... Yeah. Th- he has a lot of reasons for people to make cracks about him with his ego and everything but he's an intelligent guy and the reason I brought up that connect match was he was old then and they still were able to go through the motions and get over with people and that's really what you have to do as a legend just absolutely to, we saw Matematico and he didn't he could do very little in the match and people were like they, they honored were still loving it they I just, was loving it <laughs> they just honored him they just honored him in Chicago yeah. this past week so and, and, what, and what actually impressed me was he couldn't really do much in the ring, but I was surprised how good his physique looked for his age. Yeah. He, he's an old guy. And he really couldn't do anything. We're not even like, he was in there with like Blue Panther and I mean, he could Blue Panther was like pretty just, much wrestling himself. Yeah, he was just basically dropping him and like trying to like put him in holds just to make it look mm-hmm. like he's wrestling, but it, it, he wasn't doing anything. Yes. Blue Panther actually, it was like Blue Panther just teaching somebody how to wrestle. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So. The big news this past week is all the people who are leaving um, AAA. And this is really what prompted us to do a podcast again. Yeah, because I, I, I told you we got to do a podcast because well, actually the one person had left by that point. Because our big story last show was um, Flamita's 
um, problem with Octagon. And now that... Do we know... Is he leaving because of that? I think it was before. I think it's been... There's been issues with AAA. But I think this kind of probably sealed it for him that it wasn't really helping him out. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, he dropped the name Octagon Jr. He wrote on a post in Facebook on his Facebook page and said he dropped the Octagon Jr. name and then thanked AAA for the opportunity and decided to return to the independents. So then everybody got excited because he's back in the independent <laughs> scene. Because, I mean, really, in AAA, he really wasn't doing that much. I mean, he was basically an... Uh, working mid-card or below that sometimes. And I saw several matches of him as as Flamita, and he's he's a guy that, you know, I think they should push. Yeah, and he's, and what, they, they gave him such a big name, the Octagon name, and you think, okay, they gotta push him. Mm-hmm. What do they do? They put him in that, in that lower card. It's like, why stick around when, as Flamita, you're working main events, you could work, you get booked in Japan, you could work elsewhere. And, you know, nowadays, too, with the U.S., you could wrestle in the U.S. now, so it's like, you don't really need it's AAA. It's a good time to be an indie wrestler. You're yeah. not going to become fabulously wealthy, but you'll make a living, and you're you're going to cover a lot of ground. And plus, if, you, if WWE's interested, they're going to find you at some point. So it's yes. like, so you don't really have to, like, be tied into a promotion like AAA or something like that. But it's, it, it's kind of like, it's funny because they lose him. And then, like, I think, what was it, a couple of days later, Electroshock announced that he was leaving also. Yes, and was there... And he's been around for a long time. And did he give a reason behind that? He just... Well, they don't give... this. There's another guy who actually left before this that also um, said something. His only thing was that he would rather... He didn't say... He thanked AAA for the t- opportunity for all the years. All he said at the end was, like, he's like, and I'll, I'll leave you with this with this um, phrase I'd rather live my, a, my a life my life the way I want or something like that and uh, or rather than um, be humiliated in, 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 in my current life or whatever and it was like dude, it just sounded really weird that's yeah that's quite a prosecution of AAA I yeah. would say well, without without getting down and nasty yeah inside. yeah so so th- there was a guy before that who left like mm-hmm. earlier in the year, Carta, Carta Brava Jr. Mm-hmm. He left earlier in the year and they actually interviewed him. Mas Lucha interviewed him and they asked him why he left AAA. And he's like, he's like well, I don't want to say anything bad because um, I don't think this is the place to say anything bad. All I can say is um, when your boss, when your boss is your own worst enemy, you know it's time to go, basically, was what wow. he said. Now, when they're referring to... Boss, boss, it's the Roldan, it's the Roldan. One, one of the yeah. Roldans. Yeah. Because before, this... before guys would blame Conan, but now Conan's not there, so it's obviously they're gonna, the Roldans are going to get the blame. So It sounds like there's been a lot of dysfunction since Antonio Pena passed no, away. That's, but that's, that was like in 2006, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, no, no, yeah, and they had that. some glory years since yeah. then. But it does sound like... This well, when Antonio, Antonio, even when Antonio Pena was around, they had issues. Well, there was issues. Well, because Antonio Pena, <laughs> the difference between them and Antonio Pena, Antonio Pena is a smooth was a smooth talker. He's a smooth talker. It's like Paul Heyman, you could keep a you could keep a, a bunch of people around if you treat them like nice. Well, and he had a good wrestling mind, but from what I understand, he was out of control as far as being a party animal and being disorganized. But he. Huh. I mean, Disor- is it, am I correct dis- in that? Disorganized has always been a triple A thing, so 
But yeah. that, that's not just AAA. That's a Lucha Libre. That thing. is Lucha Libre. Yeah. But it is. But Antonio Pena was kind of extreme on that, wasn't he? I mean, he he loved to party and he. Well, the party thing. All I ever heard was the Exoticos talk about that, but it wasn't. Like, <laughs> well, I heard about the Exotical parties, but I also no, no. I'm not talking about Exotical parties. I'm talking about the Exoticos telling stories about. Yeah, but him, uh, seeing him at clubs and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but I, I don't but know. I, I, don't heard, know any, I, I, I don't know about the other stuff. You, you the, would know. The rumor, know. the rumors I've heard, or was that AAA probably could, could have done a lot more if he just was a little more organized. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, he totally transformed lucha in the early '90s, and it sounds like he could have even done more with yeah. it if he just. Well, but, that's but lucha, like you but say, that's, 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 that's not thing. just lucha. That's yeah, wrestling. That's, that's just, wrestling. Well, you know, there's a lot of wrestling promo. Like WWE is a lot more organized mm-hmm. than than what AAA and all those promotions. Yes. Are. So yeah, that that kind of so Electroshock left, and um, it was funny because they had he'd actually been working main events because they they have a they have a pretty thin roster now with mm-hmm. with him li- leaving. But it's like it's another guy who leaves because of the whole Lucha Underground AAA thing where the pay's not really working. But apparently the Lucha Underground guys aren't actually that happy either. So it's like. Wow. Sooner or later, I don't know what's going on with Triple A. All I know is when Doctor Lucha starts thinking that promote that a promotion is going to die, and he thought that for CML for like several years. <laughs> you don't. It's weird. You don't really hear CML guys complain about that stuff. You can say what this they, is true. They, they usually will complain about how they're booked, never getting an mm-hmm. opportunity to move up, but they never complain about get not getting paid. They they don't complain about that sort of stuff. It's always just. How they're booked and stuff like that. Well, when I and when I hear complaints about AAA, it sounds like AAA is like the AAA show. It sounds like no wrestlers really stand out. It's it's. But the, the weird thing is, like when Pena was running it, it was like he could pull that off because he was a good booker. Mm-hmm. These guys, there, it's like they're just like like even his undercard was so much better than what they're doing now. It's like just it just looks messy right now. Now I know some of the people have returned. Cause There's really only been Cage because everybody. Oh, so it is just yeah. Cage. Yeah, Fantasma oh, hasn't returned because he's injured. Um, he just had mm-hmm. surgery, and Rey Mysterio, he's not going to return full time. So it's like it's basically just been Cage. And so money might still be an issue too. Could be, but it's like mm-hmm. they're bringing in Luchadors for presents. They signed. They brought in Pagano, who's like this big indie guy. That's a big score, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's basically like that's like bringing in Thunder to like. I was going to say next to Thunder, I have heard nobody. I I have no heard no wrestler. I would say I would say if there's Pagano. if you made like the top three worst luchadors, Thunder, Pierrot, and um, Pagano, and I think Pagano is actually better than Pierrot, <laughs> which is saying something about how bad Pierrot is. Mm-hmm. The only difference is Pagano's a deathmatch wrestler, so he has that bad reputation oh, for being geez. that. And he's really bad. Yes. But he's like, at least he's like a little bit more of a, there's more people who are who think he's like a bigger deal than Pierrot. But he's he's awful too. Um, they, they're, they're basically booking around that guy too, so I don't know what they're doing. It's a mess. Um, so then Conan posts, it hasn't been a good week for AAA. Like, so Conan posted a video like right after we did, I think we did it on a Monday, the, the podcast, right? Yes. He posted a video from a, a, an ex-employee who was in that bus accident from um, last year. The remember? one that killed the representative. Yeah, the, the Irma Osorio, Osorio mm-hmm. Osorno or something. And um, she, he, um, this guy was missing a leg. 
Oh, wow. He was in a wheelchair, missed a leg. I didn't realize there were other critical well, injuries in that. Well, they said there were critical injuries, but mm-hmm. nobody really revealed what was the critical injury. Just thought, oh, maybe they're just, like, hurt. You know, it must be. It must have been really bad where there's, there's probably more. Because you don't really hear about these guys returning or anything like that. So um, he was talking about how AAA hasn't helped mm-hmm. fin- the family financially. And the, neither has the bus company. Wow. So they're pretty much, he's like, he's like they, they got to go through an attorney and to just get through that. But it's like, there's another issue with Another triple, issue. Yeah. It's just a... I'm not shocked that a bus company won't come yeah, through. Yeah, but eh, <laughs> I mean, a wrestling promotion not coming through either isn't that shocking. That's true. Either. Which is more reliable, a bus company <laughs> or, or, wrestling promotion. Or wrestling promotion. Not just there, but in Mexico, but in the United States too. Well, I mean, I mean, you're hearing them say this and people are like, oh, I can't believe they don't want... And it's like... It's like they're not paying their wrestlers right now. What makes you think they're going to be able to pay a, 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 a an employee that's not able to work? Absolutely, be- benefits. Yes, health benefits. How are they going to pay health benefits? This isn't like this isn't like um, like your government job or like working for a, a company like Sony or Panasonic or or Walmart or something like that. You know, this it's is a, a reason promotion. Wrestling like, is so backwards because. You know, they want to be seen as mainstream and top of the line, but yet they... It's weird because the guy's a production work... A, he, he worked for the production crew, so it's like that kind of... You would think there would be more to it than that. Yes. So it's like, I think they're in big trouble. That's going to be the one that's going to be their downfall, probably, because if they got to pay him and the rest of the families, that's that's a lot. Well, and it's funny when you, when you read about WWE, I mean... They're probably the highest status wrestling company in history. I mean, publicly traded, but they they still treat the employees, star employees, like ass backwards. Like the the way a small company. If something like this happened, they would actually have to pay because they would. No, they would. Here, here it's different. Here, the government would be like, "No, you guys got." There's there's reasons that they're they're doing all this stuff. But there still is all the issue with them being independent contractors yeah. and well, all that the, bogus. The wrestlers, crap. but I'm talking about the production company. If, the, if the, somebody no, from the production no, that, group, that right. would be different because that's yes. that's got unions and stuff like that. Um, the other thing that happened with Conan, um, Court Bauer on one um, Lucha blog, Cubs fan brought this up. Um, Court Bauer mentioned on one of the MLW um, podcasts that he was no longer working with um, AAA on the TV show that they were going to do that that's airing in um, in Canada. On the fight network, he's not going to be a part of that anymore. Oh. So there's, so maybe we'll get Conan finally getting to say something about AAA, <laughs> why he left. Although he's been, per, he's pretty much said everything on on Twitter and his Facebook page. But you know, you know, Conan, no, he, he's, he'll got, be candid. he's got more. He's got more to say. Yeah, he got more to say. He's yeah. candid. He'll pull no punches. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I just think it's funny because um, I don't know. I mean, I've been following Lucha for a really long time and. You always hear about AAA having all these issues. This isn't something that's like new. Like you were saying, you were talking about how all oh, this must be new, but it's like AAA's always had these weird issues with employees and stuff like that. Yeah, well, well, but it cracks me up that people who had relationships with AAA all of a sudden are like, "Oh, this is a new thing." It's like we gotta bash them, we gotta put them down because they're mm-hmm. doing this stuff. It's like, it's like guys, AAA's always been like this. Just because you're got a business deal with them or they hired you to work for them. Doesn't mean they're any nicer than well, they used to be. I, well, not not so much nicer, but it seems they'll go through this really glory period where guys are paid well, things are well, things are going great. They're and not really paid, paid well either. The undercard guys were never paid well. well I'm not talking yeah. undercard undercard guys. People in wrestling, they've never been paid well. It's not. 
people get paid based on what they're like, mm-hmm. certain things. Like, okay, gotcha. main event guys. Gotcha. That's not. It's not. That's not. That's that's something that people are always trying to like glorify about wrestling. It never. Well, and and to be honest, that's an age old yeah uh, story in Indies, wrestling. Undercard guys never. It's the same in everything. Yeah, world. and I'm not talking so much the undercard guys, but the main event guys. Yeah, but I mean, you would think when they start making more money, you would think that would go. It never goes to the wrestlers. It always goes to the, you know, it goes to the person. It doesn't, but I mean, I I, I assume that that's one of the things. And, you know, there are some wrestlers who are probably making more money. I mean, you got to, as a promoter, you got to value, you got to find out who's the most valuable person. That Mm -hmm. person, well, this is kind of like the Ryback thing about him, like what he was saying about how it's not fair that a jobber doesn't doesn't get paid as much as a a guy, a star. Mm -hmm. Because why is a star? And it's like, because the star draws in the fans, you know, that's kind of like the logic behind that yes oh you could be like this you could be this really talented jobber but people aren't paying to see you <laughs> i mean they could get no, rid it's of true you. i it's mean true i mean wwk get rid of ryback there's about 50 hundred fifty thousand other other people <laughs> other muscle head guys that could yeah. be in that could probably do the same thing well i guess the point i'm making is like when triple a started uh, the amazing thing was how antonio pena just got a, a just just a slew of yeah. And how many of those guys stars. complained afterwards? Blue Panther complaints. No, that's the thing, and that's yes. and that's they my but that's my point. They'll, yeah. they'll go through this glory period where things not necessary, where everybody's happy, but, but it, the, yeah, the, yeah. It, but this is that the person it's himself is in a glory period with the promotion. Yes, but, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is the promotion will be thriving, and it looks like oh, it's going towards yeah. greater heights, and then boom. Yeah, because a lot of guys think you know what I, I'm going to make money. Maybe they won't pay me now, but maybe they'll pay me as, as we go along. Maybe they'll push me because it's not just about money. It's mm-hmm. about maybe they'll make me a star or something like that. And it's like it's not working. Like Marco Corleone went through this, too. I mm-hmm. mean, he kind of went from a, a place where he was basically a star and goes to AAA where he's he's pretty much a star there, too. But it's like it's pretty much even Steven type of thing for him. It wasn't it was never him like getting pushed even better. It right. wasn't it wasn't like he got a better a bigger spot leaving CMLL by going to AAA was basically in the same spot. Yes. So it's like, it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, you just, certain guys are going to be treated differently because they're the stars, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and again, like you're saying, something that's true, been true about wrestling since the dawn of time is the wrestlers who get rich are the ones who figure out that you're not you're probably not going to get rich just being a wrestler. It's like like Jack Briscoe figured out the way he'd make money is to buy shares of wrestling companies rather than... Let's be honest. Yeah. If, if you were running AAA, would you really care if Opsi Bernetico left based on his performance of the last two years? No. No. He goes and he works hard for Elite. Mm-hmm. He's actually improved. He's actually shown more in... in, in um, not improved, but he's shown more in that promotion mm-hmm. and CML than he did the last two, three years. Because it's you know they lose motivation and they could place the blame on the promotion and stuff like that. But I mean, that's also the wrestler. Sometimes you get happy in the place and you don't really, you don't really, yeah, you get and, content. You don't. And also, and there, there's in any promotion there will be the clicks, which are, there have always been too. Yeah. And so people who were in the right click are going to be the illogical happy. thing. The, the illogical thing in all this is that. You lose Cibernetico and you bring in Pagano. It's like, dude, it's, you're basically how you're replacing shit with another shitty person, you know? <laughs> it's like, dude, come on. It's like, I, uh, I think I would choose Cibernetico over Pagano. Yeah, Pagano, yeah. <laughs> I, 
just because he could he could do more as a as a promo guy, but it's like yeah. they're both they're both. Pretty I mean, I mean, Cibernetico is not somebody. Uh, but you know, I rush out to see. But I, I I don't mind him. I enjoy him. But actually. you know, the thing I could understand just because he was there in AAA for so long mm-hmm. that people don't. It's like how many times are you going to see him over and over again against La Parca? And that's the other thing. La Parca always gets pushed in um, in AAA. That's the other one where it's like, why mm-hmm. is he getting? Because he's a favorite. Yep. He's a Rodan favorite. Um, well, what else is going on? Oh, uh, triple. I guess what the other AAA news is. Uh, Ijo Fantasma. We mentioned he's hurt. Yeah, he's injured. Angelico's hurt also. That's why he hasn't been around lately. Mm-hmm. Um, he got hurt at the most recent Lucha Underground tapings. Um, they're actually going to do the Lucha Libre World Cup on June 3rd and June 5th which is that tournament that they have with, of trio tournaments trio tournament okay from last year you remember last year I do not remember that really right? I don't Ray Mysterio Alberto Del Rio and Mystico as Mysticis teamed up mm-hmm. and won it they're doing it this year again no the only how sad triple... is it Kurt you're doing a podcast you don't know anything no, about this is the... really sad the only AAA show I triple. remember last year is the one nobody wants to remember I like how, how and I, I I always have to remind everybody about this that you were the one that said you were going to start watching AAA when um, Conan told you you should start when Conan did that podcast where he said everybody should watch AAA and you're like, I'm gonna watch it because Conan sold me on it. And you and, never, you never did. Oh, no, no, <laughs> you watched it more prior to that what, than. But what did I say later? I don't know. That Conan is really good at plugging something. Yeah, but you never watched it. That doesn't matter. No, I started. You said wa- you were gonna watch it, and you never I started did. watching something. No, you did. <laughs> you only watched like one match. You watched the women's match, and that was it. Well, that's the best stuff. <laughs> no, no, no. I, and their widow wasn't. No, no, no. Here's the thing: is is Conan is very good at plugging something and making it sound like the greatest. Uh, yeah. No, he's great at pushing something. And no, I did watch some AAA, and I just no, not, you didn't. Yes, I did. Yeah. We'll go through the entire. There's people listening to this like, no, he didn't. <laughs> no, you, you can go back. I, no, no, I did not watch it regularly. You watched the one I match. Did not watch it, but. Here's the thing. I realized, no, <laughs> it's not all that. Yeah. There's people just like, Kurt, you liar. <laughs> oh, I lie about a lot of stuff. Uh, but, but no, I watched several AAA matches, especially when Jack Evans was was getting a push. I like Jack You never Evans. got a push, you liar. <laughs> he cut some great promos in English. He never did that. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. He, he, he never did any promos. He did a they, promo where they he... Actually, they actually um, put rope through his like this like this. Um, they sewed his mouth shut, so he never talked during the last couple of years. You didn't know that in AAA. <laughs> you're like what? No, you're mistaken for Stephen King. <laughs> I just want to see how much you would know. Stephen King. He did that great promo where he compared the wrestlers to horse manure. He is he, he was at a horse stable pointing to a big pile of shit. And I just thought this guy is awesome. Yeah. The only problem was when I was watching him. Um, I saw how much the girls loved him, and here he is a heel. And I, I if I remember correctly, Dude, he hasn't been a heel in a long time in AAA. Yeah, that was this like, was quite some time ago. Yeah, this was before you even said. I'm telling you, this was before you said that about Conan. What well, Conan said? This was but before you, no, that. No, the time before that Dude, was also this was because before... of Conan too. Because no, Conan no. Always... Well, yeah, because he talks all the time. <laughs> That's what I'm referring yeah, to. Yeah, but it wasn't that. that yes, was, it was. That was it. Oh it my wasn't that. God, Fredo. No, I'm, Fredo. People, you, we have this on on, on podcast, dude. Yes, we do. That. But you know what? I, I 
I do know that I. That was did long that. before oh, that, man. Brother, I... That was like Conan was like when Conan said that. I think Jack was already a baby face. It was like it was already like because Teddy Hart was still like there a long. No, time. No, because because when they turned him baby face, I was watching AAA for a while. Yeah, it's before Conan said that on Figure Four Weekly, or whatever the podcast Figure Four Daily. Fredo. Kurt, come on, keep talking. Let's Fredo. go. Let's switch over to something else because you're wrong. Um, what kind of? So you're gonna watch the Lucha Libre World Cup? Hell no. <laughs> I have something to say. Okay, Tejano so, Junior and Pentagon Junior. Since this Jr. got so contentious, I have to say I, uh, despite the, it's, it's contentious because you're lying about watching Triple uh, A. Come on, <laughs> just admit it. You don't watch it. <laughs> no, what did I? What did I say? Okay, I don't know if I said it on podcast or not, but. You'll be lying if you are denying that. Dude, thing. it's like on Slam and Stand and on the Lucha World podcast, too. It's just like, it's like on two podcasts. Dude, yes, I said I was convinced. Bix was there, too. Bix, Dan Farron, um, Yeah, they're all there. They're all there. This is what I'm telling you, Fredo. Uh-huh. Conan sold me on it. Yeah, and you never watched it. No, I watched it. I know, you watched the women's match. That's what we're, that's, I agree with you. You watched the women's match. I watched other stuff too. And you I watched passed. Triple Mania, I know, and then you regretted it. No, this would be for Triple Mania. Triple Mania was. You watched last Triple Mania. Round. That's what. That's what I said. You don't Fredo, have to watch it Fredo, anymore. I, I have stuff DVR of Triple A. This was before he said anything. Triple A hasn't been on on TV. It was on Galavision. And we're talking about another like time. 2010. I have I have bought Conan's hype several times. Yeah. Okay. Okay, we'll I agree. We'll agree. This is several. You've you've fallen into Conan's trap multiple times. Yes, okay, I have. We'll, we'll I, I'm not that. gonna lie. Conan is a great. Maybe pitcher. we didn't bring it up the last if time. If I had a pro, if I had a pro, all I know is the the time I brought it up was when you, when when the he did that figure four daily if, podcast. That was the one I remember. Because the one before that, I don't even remember him. Like I know he was. On, he's on every single fucking. I show. remember which one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. But, no, that's not but he was on before that. He, he was on. He sold me several yeah. times on it, and there was one time where I was trying to get into AAA yeah. for watching. And now he's going to tell you not to watch it anymore. So yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. Matter. So watch. I start watching. I like it. <laughs> well, you're not going to like it because everybody's leaving. <laughs> At this point, it's like why bother watching? That would be actually a kind of fun show. A show where they announce matches and nobody shows yeah. up. Yeah. There's an empty ring, and uh, but I just like how how, how electroshock. I I mean, this guy's, she's another one. He's as bad as Pagano, and it's like, he ends up no showing. He finally got to main event, and he, just, he decided not to show, show up. So it's like, it's, there's, there's a lot going on no, in this it's fascinating. It's yeah. fascinating. No, if I had a product that I thought was good, fuck yeah, I would hire Conan. Well, you haven't watched Lucha Underground, so I mean, come on. This, okay. Uh, well, since you decided... <laughs> we'll talk about this later. No, no, no. I was going to talk about this, uh, but since you got contentious about this, Fredo... I want to say that I, this is one of the best weeks I've ever had. Uh-huh. Now, I have access to all of this second season of Lucha Underground. Yes, you said that. Of Lucha Underground. Yes, you said that last season. Now, time. you remember this. How many episodes have I watched of it? From last season? No, this season. This season, none. Now, you're the one who's lying. One? One, yes. The first one. Well, I was close. <laughs> I told you several it was, times. It was better than saying uh, five or ten. So, folks, this is... It was is, zero or between zero and five and So, five, folks, so. this is a lesson you're learning in this episode. Fredo and I are true individuals of the wrestling profession because we both lie. <laughs> we lie. 
But no, um, I have all those episodes, but you know what's wonderful about? I don't need them. Do you know why? Why? Because you follow me on Twitter and you could just base everything off of what I write? No. <laughs> no. You're like, it must have been a good episode for you no. to just tweeted a, a, a gif of a, a it gif of a does not sexy matter what happens on Lucha Underground ever again. Do you know why? Why? Because it's canceled? No. Because I have Puebla fever. <laughs> Monday nights have changed. Not since the glory days of WCW. How come, you didn't get, how come you didn't get Puebla fever like when it was good? It is good. It's it horrible. is so good. No, I watched Monday night. You guys do not understand this. It was horrible. I turned it on and... Do you know who was wrestling? It was good like for three weeks. It was good for three weeks, then all of a sudden it just started. No, 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 no. It just started this week. Uh huh. It was Dallas versus Estrellita. Dallas. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Dallas. 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 Dallas is fine. Dallas, Dallas. And at first I thought, what the hell is this? But then I noticed I was strangely transfixed and not just because of. uh, how cute Estrellita is. So you didn't see the two guys coming out with uh, muskets? With fireworks? No, I didn't see that. Jeez. That's like the only good part of the show. No, 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 no. This, this was such an amazing show. Okay, what you've missed off Puebla. You missed guys bringing in roosters in boxes. I, I know I missed that. I'm, missed I'm that. sad I missed yeah. that. Now the muskets, what is... is the, it's got fireworks in it. They shoot them up. Like, with muskets, was Paul Revere going to Mexico? That's their gimmick. Now? Their gimmicks. Uh, uh, they're not okay. old soldiers. Angel de Oro, Stigma Stuka Jr. versus Afesto Luciferno Mephisto. One, I love that first fall. Laid back but solid, the way a fall should be. <laughs> Ray Bucanera de Blavangelis. You didn't like the rest of the match, right? <laughs> no, I loved it, and I'll tell you why. It was horrible. No, it wasn't horrible. It was just boring. Now, I gotta tell you, this show... I think the trouble with the show is that it's on a Monday, and it's, like, weird. Like, I don't know. It's, like... No, I, think I, I have a theory. Like, I've, been, I I've been thinking about this. They look bored. They look tired. I think it was, like, a tired show for some reason. No, no what they're doing is intentional. This is thought <laughs> out. I have a theory. Trying to get you to relax. <laughs> Well, you know how they hire incompetent folk, or not hire, uh, TNA was created by somebody who knew nothing about wrestling, Dixie Carter. Uh-huh. Okay. Who preceded, like... Now, 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 now who is the sister of Antonio Peña, rural Dan, who's involved in... Maricela? <clears throat> we have these women who do not understand wrestling. How do you know Maricela doesn't understand wrestling? There's women in wrestling that, that understand wrestling. We're talking AAA, dude. She might know it. No, she doesn't. Now... Little known fact, she writes for The Observer. Now, Puebla... <laughs> you're, like, you're, like, Puebla you're like, what? <laughs> if she wrote for The Observer... <laughs> That's where they get their AAA news. They're like, oh, <laughs> I see it now. <laughs> no, I think we all know where they get the AAA yeah. news. Yeah. No, I have a theory. Is They thought they needed a feminine touch and... 
What did you think of the Dallas Estrellita match? You just like said they had the match and they That was spectacular. It was a lightning match. <laughs> and boy, was it filled with lightning. Every woman's match in CMLS should be a lightning match. We were both talking about this earlier. You didn't even they bring should... up the, 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 the return of the Erecanes, the ring girls to Puebla. Yeah, that wasn't the big part. That was the big no, part. <laughs> no, no, no. If you, well, with the Peste Negra match... Uh-huh. Uh, and Volador versus Caristigo. My first Volador thought, versus Caristigo. Not Volador. Oh, what am I talking? Oh, now that was that would have been good. Okay, that I, was wrong. I deserve I a thrashing. Yes, I deserve a thrashing for that. No, uh, the Mascara. Mascara. Oh my God, for me to even mix it to a Mascara versus. Caristigo. I'm glad you figured that. <laughs> yeah. Now, when I saw that, I thought, "What?" The Apologies hell to Volador Jr. Thinking? Yeah, big apology. I thought, "What the hell are they doing? This is a main event. What the?" And then it dawned on me, you know, Puebla is very well known for a performance artist uh, out of the school of the University of Puebla School of Arts, Valeria Montoya. And I, I, think, I think anybody in Puebla will back me up in this. She is a performance artist, and I think that she stepped in to book these shows, and she's booking them as... Uh, understated anachronisms to show uh, that it is not uh, it is not energy it is not violence and spectacular uh, you know high flying emotions that she is trying to um, express a certain understated rage at society and so that she's instructing these wrestlers to just go through the motions as a way of showing how Wrestling has been overly commercialized for years, and that this is a statement that we must energize, socialize through understating so the what's, performance. So, what's the reason they for the other They must be astute for the, What's the reason for the other shows then? <laughs> what's the excuse? Well, those are unplayable. Yeah, those are See, just bad. That's <laughs> You're like, no, those are just bad. Yeah, yeah, those are just bad. Those are just bad. But Puebla, Monday nights, I will not watch Lucha Underground now. Monday nights, I'm going home. I'm watching Puebla. I'm watching Play. You Puebla. you, you got to watch next week because you said Puebla. you were gonna start watching. You're gonna you're gonna. Tell and me. I'm gonna start emailing Valeria Montoya, and thank her for her contribution to. Uh, Although next week should art. be pretty. Like, there's actually a good match, so she might have been kicked out. Yeah. She's probably she's probably on an art probably. art exhibit tour or something. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so they actually brought in a good match. Yeah, you Although, know. you know, there's hot. It's Puebla. If she, we'll know if it's bad. No, no, I would beer. love it. I would love it if they replaced her with the uh, L.A. based performance artist from the 80s, Joanna Went, because she used to like throw paint and puke and oh, and, and rip things apart. Yeah. And th- uh, that would be something new. In all seriousness, it, last night, last night. No, in all seriousness, let's get back to this. Would, if you were like promoting, would you have La Mosca wrestle so many singles matches? Fuck no. <laughs> really? It's like, Fuck no. Isn't he just very like generic? Very. Basic. Oh my god. He's a guy. He's a guy that would actually like against a good opponent. The opponent will make him look better. But yeah. he's just so bland in the ring. Bland. Right? And, and in there with Caristico. And Caristico like, just had a really good match with Volador. Yes. He actually yes. looked good against like other guys, and it's like Mosca is like, oh, okay, he's back to. Yeah, wrestling. you know, in all seriousness, I watched that match. I watched the Because the crowd thing. was kind of dead for that match for a main event, and it's Caristico. And it was drag. Yeah. I mean, 
Wow. When, when you're thinking Estrellita and Dallas was better, it's like, uh. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I seriously, you know. It's like, Actually, the Rudo versus Rudo match wasn't that. Like, I kind of tried to like it, but it's yeah. just the Rudo yeah. versus Rudo. No, and all. And Although I did like the part where they were, like, abusing um, the parrot. <laughs> just oh, my God. Poor I little love, parrot. They did the, they did the nut shot. When I, but I loved when I loved when the parrot and Felino double teamed. Uh, was it Ter- Terrible or. I know he kept calling them out. Like he first, he wanted to fight on three blend, and yes, he switched yes. over to to Ray Bucaner. I think Felino in there. Every yeah, time. yeah. And uh, yeah, I love the cat and the canary double team yeah. the Rudos. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, I gotta say, one, I dig the ambience of Pueblo Arena, and it's nothing where I think, I'll sit there glued to the set. But I, yeah, w- when they have a good show, it's a good show, you yeah. know, because Puebla yeah. has a good crowd. They, it's it, it can be a good show, but it's like it's like. It's not just Puebla. It's like every single CML show. It's like mm-hmm. every couple of weeks, they'll have like this really great show. And you think, oh, every show's going to be like this. And it's like, no. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> Enjoy I, the match. You know, Enjoy I, the I couple. Think part of the problem is they're televising so many damn yeah, shows. Yeah. Because I, I remember when I started going to all the towns here in Southern California, uh, even though Southern California is kind of a dying territory, I noticed the shows at the Olympic were generally a little more. Uh, energetic than the spot shows. Yeah. Like in San... Not spot shows, but the smaller towns, San Bernardino, they'd be entertaining, but the matches would be shorter. The wrestlers wouldn't work as hard. Yeah. You want to... You know, you want to save your limbs. You don't want to go all out every night. And um, I I guess I'm used to that. Yeah. So. I think there's a lot of people who are more used to it now. Nowadays that you see the indie wrestling from... You know, like PWG and everybody's like working a hundred, like a hundred miles per hour. They kind of want that for everybody. It's like, and it's hard. It's hard. Like you could do it. You could do it. But it's you like, could do it. In, but it's like if it's like one show a week. If that airs, that's great. Mm-hmm. But then you're like, okay, now it's oh, exactly. Every, and they're not doing that in every single show. Yeah. So it's like, like last especially night, in Lucha. Last night, all I saw uh, from the, uh, the Tuesday night show. Tuesday. The only match I saw was Mascara Dorada. You didn't miss much. Because this was actually that show, the the part leading up to that. I saw the Twitter was I, actually I, worse than the Puebla show, yeah, which was like which I was saw, kind of was a, you and Chris Elner. Who yeah, were, yeah, yes, I think yes. yeah, because Cubs fan was also. I think it was Cubs fan who might have been the one watching. Because um, we were talking about how the Panther was like the first big dive that was actually interesting in the entire show. <laughs> like this show is. Real, I think he was the one that watched was watched the entire thing because I was watching a, a documentary online, so it's like yeah. I didn't want yeah, to watch but that. Mosker Dorada versus Mephisto. Mephisto that, that was really good. Wow. Mascara Dorada is insane. He is that bump he took when he did the the he was doing the plot, the senton onto the ring apron the outer portion yes. where he just bounced. It's like, oh. I was just like yeah. I like he, how he I, put that finishing man. The best part the best part was uh, Rob Rob Peeper. <laughs> we're, we're just gonna call him that. Peeper. He's always Peeper. Uh, Rob was talking about how he wrote um, he made fun of uh, Bix because Bix made a comment about. Um, Guys doing apron after after what happened with Enzo Amore, mm-hmm. and it's like those accidents are going to happen. It's like you're not going to stop doing stuff just because it happened to one person. It's like it was a totally different thing too. Oh, exactly. And it's like so, Enzo. <laughs> so so Rob's like, like a freak thing. And then Rob's like, oh, good. Don't worry. Good thing he missed the ropes. Otherwise, he could worry about it. It's like just he missed the ropes. Don't worry <laughs> about it. It's like okay. <laughs> oh my god. But it's like that match. I mean, the the the, the head scissors off the guardrail. Mm-hmm. That was insane. Just the timing to do and, that. And that one tope he did in the third fall, where he he hit head first into 
Mephisto. Uh, Mephisto. This was a chest. It, maybe it was just an illusion, but I, I thought, oh my god, his neck's yeah. gonna go out on that. And he one. did that. He did that. Um, that where where Mephisto goes. I think he 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 was in the ring, and then he like runs towards the outside to catch um, Mascara Dorada doing a moonsault. Yes, yes. Another thing, like I think they did that in another one where um, Mascara Dorada hits a tope at uh, Mephisto on the outside. Mm-hmm. Or Mephisto hits does something, and then he runs back in, or, or and then Mascara Dorada runs back in, and then he they do the the, the spot again. It's a really cool, like was, innovative. And you know, usually innovative. Thing. Usually, I don't go but go bananas over a match with a ton of topes. Yeah, but the topes made this match. It yeah. wasn't just a high spot fever either. Yeah, this was a good, match. really good. Were you disappointed, Mephisto one? I was surprised. <laughs> I think they're setting up something with him as the yeah. main attraction for uh, the I, anniversary. I, I thought I'd, he has a cool mask, but I, I mean, yeah. I think he, if he could, he could work it where he just wears paint because he's he's bald anyway. So it's like he could he could do something with totally. That. Yeah, he's yeah. Done, he's done that with the the Bane yeah. mask and stuff like I'm that. I'm a huge so. Dorada fan now, so yeah, I'd love yeah. him to keep the strap. I want him to like. Yeah. I want him to take the mask or something. Get his big win. That would be cool. That yeah. would be cool. So yeah, the rest of the show was really like. Yeah. I saw the, the 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 fourth and the fifth match leading up to that, and it's like, <laughs> you know, I, I'm like Porky. Porky's climbing down the stairs. It's like that takes like about ten minutes for him to get down. It's like ah, okay. I saw the gif of that. Yeah. Like I didn't. I, you know, I didn't see the previous show, but you and like five other people posted that. Yeah. And I just thought like, whoa, like yeah. is the athletic commission. See, I don't, I don't mind him being used every once in a while, but then like they put him in matches like the semi-main and the main events. Like, yeah, he's. I just that, get worried something's not, gonna happen to him yeah. these days. He yeah. should be. I, I think I almost think they should put him lower in the card because the lower in the card you are, mm-hmm. the less likely you have to walk down the steps. Because <laughs> you know they they come in yes. through the they come in yes. through the sides. So it's like maybe this this will help. Porky doesn't have to climb up, and that you don't have to worry about him falling down the stairs, you know. Yeah, you so know, like, I, I, I totally did. Yeah, I, I don't mind watching him. I, 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 I don't know. I just get worried sometimes. Yeah. Oh, I have an update on uh, the lost son of Martine Cardigan. Oh, you do? What happened? Yeah, I contacted Paulina Cardigan. Uh huh. I asked her what's the scoop with this. Uh, apparently. She uh, arranged a tour of Paraguay where they were doing four, you know, they got four sponsored shows. Uh-huh. And I guess everything went really well. I'm not sure exactly what this guy's role is, the guy Martin Iriarte Cardigan, as he calls himself. Uh, but he's apparently one of these guys who's either a hanger on or has something to do with a promotion but is not a worker. Uh huh. And apparently, the, you know, he, he was getting in good with everybody, and including Paulina, and you know, I guess he had a slight resemblance. Did, was this before before he changed his name to that? Yes, oh, okay. yes. Okay. And so when they did the tour of Paraguay, I guess, you know, he was kind of in with them enough and, you know, likable enough guy that they came up with an angle that uh, went, you know, you know, kind of like I, I, she, she had a public role, maybe like a Stephanie McMahon or something like that. Uh-huh. And they were going to do a thing where he comes in saying, "He's the brother." That I'm the brother. I am the unknown son. They did an angle where she says, "Oh yeah, if you're my brother, 
you know, do a DNA test, and he would do a thing like, oh, no, 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 that's not necessary. And <laughs> I, I assume I assume because of the nose. You assume, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he has Martine's nose. Uh, and then I guess they return to Argentina, and they, you know, I guess they have regular meetings about whatever tours they're going to do, and she includes, you know, most of the other wrestlers and on that. And she said he was noticeably absent, and she said throughout the next day she started getting all these... Uh, IMs and texts and emails from people saying, um, you might want to check some of the new papers and the internet because uh, we think something is wrong with our friend. And, yeah, he's trying to tell the press that he really is Martine Cardi, <laughs> illegitimate son. So he took a, 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 an angle and made it into something real, a storyline into something real. Right? Yes, yes, and I, she didn't go into great details, but she said other people were trying to contact him and uh, I guess somebody said it's getting actually creepy because it seems almost like he's starting to believe it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. So, so what is she going to do about it? She's not really that. She said. I. She says she's just going to let it ride. She yeah. Says she's a little weirded out by it, but she's just not going to pay it any. Yeah. And it sounds like there's nothing for him to want to get out of it from her, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. It sounds like he's just trying to make himself famous. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like he's a little... T- I mean, we've met fans like that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's the story of uh, the unknown son of Martin Cardigan. Yeah. And he'll probably be even more unknown in a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, we sh- I should mention, um, Kato Kung Lee is in the hospital. Now, uh, that's very sad. Now. Yeah. Um, sad El Dandy posted on Facebook that um, he's been... He's been, he's been, I think, the from the pictures that, that he's posted, he doesn't look like he's been 100% the last couple of years. He's got to be, like, what, in the 70s, probably? That sounds right. Yeah, because he, he was already old when he became, like, a star, oh, wasn't he? I, I remember seeing early 70s magazines when he was still wrestling as Johnny Lascano. Yeah, for people who don't know, Kato Kung Lee is... He was basically octagon before octagon. Absolutely, basically, He yes, was basically yes. before... Before the, the all those martial arts characters, like octagon, um, I think before Kendo... Um, Kung Fu. It was basically Kato Kung Lee was the guy. Oh yeah, and when he would do Japan, the yeah. fans all knew his gimmick. Yeah, so then he teamed up with um, was it Black Man at first? I believe so. Black Man and um, Kung Fu, right? Were they the originals? I think so. I'm not. And positive. then Kendo was somewhere in there, somewhere in that mix. Mm-hmm. I can't remember that. I can't really oh, remember. Kendo that. was one who was way over when he went to Japan. Yeah, yeah. Fans just popped for that guy like crazy. So Kato Kung Lee did the martial arts gimmick, basically. Mm-hmm. The, yes. And, became a huge like he was a big hit like that the and their, thought, their trio was huge and I thought he and Kendo did it better than just about anybody yeah the gimmick. although I did like um, Super Kendo I don't think it, is that the same guy Super Kendo I don't know because he was kind of they did the, all, the when he was in all the Japan Super Kendo to be honest I don't think I was really watching at the time so I couldn't tell you but uh, so we don't know much more detail about what the illness they, is uh, he, they, they didn't mention they just said he had surgery and mm-hmm. he came out of surgery okay but um, apparently um He's still not. He's still in intensive care, wow. so they don't really know what's going to happen with him. That one kind of really sad. Me yeah, out. yeah. I really liked him, and generally heard good things about him too. He's somebody we should when we do Superboy song podcasts. We should ask about. We should ask about because he probably he's probably been like probably wrestled against him because I mean. Oh, I would be not surprised in if he Japan did and all that and I, stuff. I would be not be surprised if in the seventies he did some of the uh, shots here in Southern California. You know, because even in the seventies, a, a lot of the uh, 
should have just picked. Empresa and UWA wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, I mean. this year. Um, was I going to... Um, now, I, if I recall correctly, were you telling me Dandy was mentioning trying to do fundraisers for him? Yeah, they did. They're doing like a... They're, well, you know, it's not like here. Like here, you do a GoFundMe. Like there's a GoFundMe here for um, Joe Doring. Yes. The guy who from all Japan who's... Um, yes, who has brain who, cancer. Had brain, yeah. was battling brain cancer. I think he... I don't... He's still battling it because he's doing yeah, radiation. Yeah, no, he, had, like he had surgery, pretty extensive surgery. Yeah, actually. I mean, they have the scar and everything. Yeah. Um, while over there, what they do is they um, they give you an account, mm-hmm. a bank account, and you, like, donate through that. It's like, Is it easy to do? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I, I know what they, it's so foreign to me because I'm so used to, like, people telling me just to PayPal it or, like, you know, here, nowadays it's like you do it on... Uh, I'm still puzzled why they haven't embraced PayPal over there. It's... Yeah, I mean, when I tell people, why don't you just, why don't you just um, tell me about PayPal or something like that? It's like, what is that? Um, yeah, they're trying to do that, but um, the sister-in-law is handling that. So, but I don't know how that's mm-hmm. going to work. Yeah. Wow, I, I mean, that's one of the ones I'd love to throw a couple of bucks at if I could. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, I I heard when he was a lot younger, he actually had a pretty legit yeah kung fu and black man as the fantasticos kung fu and black man okay yeah 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 because yeah, i remember when black men are like black man and they maybe they thought yeah. steve blackman and it's like no black man <laughs> i like, like black man yeah because there was a white man remember there was a the, the heel was white man i the never heel saw was white man. i never saw a white man but you know black man actually uh worked here in the local really? territory and i really as black him. man as black man yeah mm-hmm. i liked him yeah. i liked him uh, Kung Fu, I don't know if I just saw him past his prime, but he was one who... Because they had that huge... Was, wasn't, didn't he lose his mask to um, Atlantis, right? I believe so, yeah. because yeah. it was a huge like deal where he was going to... It was a huge deal. I remember thinking when I saw all the Lucha mags that Kung Fu looked like the coolest thing, and then... He dropped I... his mask and he's all like... <laughs> he's like <laughs> this old-looking dude, like... Uh... Well, well, that was like... Re- remember when Gallo Tapado dropped his mask to Forza Guerrera? Uh-huh. And I just thought, oh, my God, that poor guy... That poor book guy should have kept his mask on. <laughs> I, I hate to say it, but, you know... Yeah. He looked like he woke up in an alley or something, but... Well, he wasn't that... He, he kind of looked Asian, though, like um, Kung Fu. He didn't look that bad, like, but he still, it wasn't the... No. It, well, it, well, well Kung, when I talk about Kung Fu, I'm talking about just, just as... I work. like the nunchucks. Remember the nunchuck thing where they would be, like, messing around with the nunchucks? <laughs> that was time, awesome. In fact, first time I ever saw Kung Fu live, it was, it was in a six-man. It, uh-huh. it was when Ari Romero very first turned heel. Uh-huh. And it was great because Kung Fu did, uh, you know, this great nunchuck display and... I forgot he already died. And, uh... Yeah, quite a while yeah, ago, yeah. actually. I was like reading that. I was like, oh, he died already. I, I think it was, about ten, was it about 10 years? Yeah, yeah, it was a yeah. while ago. But I'll never forget, Romero just kind of uh, says, here, give me those nunchucks. I'll show you how it's done. And Romero and Romero does a couple of really just nice-looking swings it and then just bops himself on the head and sells it like crazy. 2001, when he died. Well, it's I been a while. It was yeah. <laughs> I think no, I might no, have been. I think I might yeah. have been the only one person writing about Lucha back then in the U.S. <laughs> but I remember. I know I, Steve. Steve was like, t- uh, like took a like a, took a hiatus for a while. Mm-hmm. I think this was af- this was after. I think I I stopped. I, I remember hearing about it from Jose Fernandez. Yeah, same because he was uh, still doing La Arena. Yeah, same with Abdullah Tombo. Yeah, I heard that from La, Jose. La Arena. He was still around. Uh, well, because I remember I saw Kado Fu mask and I thought he was cool. 
I remember seeing uh, Kato Kung Lee. I thought he was yeah. cool. And then... I was like, you said Kato Fu Mask. I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> you were like, you got everybody... Dropped his mask to Santo uh-huh. in, I think, 85 or something. Kato Fu Mask. I, I... Kato Kung Lee's mask. No, no, Kato Fu Mask. Well, that was his name. There was a guy named Kato, Kato Fu, Fu Mask, mask. also. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was... And... Uh, but then I remember when I saw... Kung Fu, I thought, oh man, I'm finally going to get to see Kung Fu, because he was the one who really got probably the most press in all the magazines, and then I thought, okay, something's missing. This guy is no Kato Kung Lee. Yeah. <laughs> I lost the internet. Did you lose the internet? Yeah. Give it back. No idea why. Internet? Give Fredo back the internet. I was on a roll, like, reading about Kato Kung Lee. I was like, oh, <laughs> it's back. We should just hate it when it cuts off for like a few seconds. And oh, I know. Out. I know. Um, Lucha Underground. Let's talk about Lucha Underground because I actually, that's the only reason, that's what I mentioned on Twitter. And it's like, we don't talk about it. It's going to be like, oh, shit. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, last week's show was really good. Um, the April 27th show. I recommend you watch that. Okay, April 27th. Um, the Cage versus Johnny Mundo Cage match was really good. Mm-hmm. Taya gets involved. Um, she kind of throws a bunch of weapons in, which aren't going to work on Cage because he's a pretty big dude. Yeah, he's massive. <laughs> so, and yeah, he's monster. massive. So that's what they're doing. They're making him seem like this huge monster. So um, she finally jumps in, gets involved, decides she's going to cuff um, Cage mm-hmm. to the to a rope. Oh, yes. Only he ends up cuffing her. Oh. So then he just destroys Johnny Mundo, gets the win, wins one of the medallions. They're doing the Aztec medallions. I, I think he's the... They had um they the, the this week's show had the rest of the medallions like a couple more I think there's one that still has to be still vacant. Then after that they had a four way trios match where it was um you were talking about Jack Evans this is, mm-hmm. you're gonna like this because like you were saying you liked him as a Rudo mm-hmm. but he's been a face in AAA in Lucha Underground he's a Rudo yes so um he's teaming with uh, Phoenix and um God, PJ Black the Darewolf. Remember um, Justin Gabriel? Yes. From WWE? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's now PJ Black, the Darewolf in um, Lucha Underground. They're facing um, Cortez Castro, Joy Ryan, and Lil Cholo. Nice. And the other teams were uh, Phoenix, Rey Mysterio, and Dragon Azteca. And um, the champions were Ivelisse and Son of Havoc. Um, Angelico didn't wrestle because he's hurt. He got hurt. He was actually hurt back then. Mm-hmm. I've talked about another injury. So he was hurt during this one, and he got hurt in, in the latest Again? tapings. Yeah, so he's... he's the, and Ivelisse is also hurt right now, so it's like wow, everybody's... Yeah. everybody that, that, that team, that trio's like always hurt. Like somebody's always hurt. And, and then you know how we were recently talking about how in the smaller towns, the wrestlers would wrestle a lighter match... Mm-hmm. Well, that's the other thing. But with, the, see, that's the thing is when everybody's going, going, going all the time. Yeah, but the other thing with there's Lu- so many more injuries with Lucha with Lucha Underground. Also, mm-hmm. it's um they're doing stuff that like they're climbing up on stuff that isn't stuff that they're going to be able to control. You know, if you're going to jump off a off the second yeah. floor, yeah, it looks cool, but it's like there's also the chance you could actually like fuck yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, you know? and, and uh, they're they're you're adding more more risk to it. They're punching through windows. Yes, and stuff. yes, <laughs> the cage my one, right? God. Yeah. So, um, so they have the match and really good four way. But in the match, uh, Jack Evans gets to face off against Ivelisse, mm-hmm. and Jack Evans yells out, "I'm the baddest bitch in the building." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> which is God. awesome. Like Jackie Jack is like basically like yelling dur- during the match, like just stuff about like certain stuff. Just like oh, I love that's it. his I new thing it. where he's like as a heel, he just yells certain stuff out, and the fans are like just like what? <laughs> he is one of those true wrestlers who is he's fun. Like he, he, and and he is so and you know unique. Think, I like, mean, there's nobody like him. And like I said, if you're gonna want a flippy guy, like a flippy wrestler, like a high flying flippy guy he's perfect because he can like his body i don't know what it is and, his body can do everything and, and plus his flying is unlike anybody's else yeah you, you, you see so many guys where you say oh they're emulating plus he can break dance which is a huge plus for yes. me like <laughs> yes anybody who has but anything else seriously we've seen guys where they'll be doing flying moves and they're saying oh he's emulating volador or you yeah tell he's influenced this guy is a wrestler unto himself. Yeah, he does his own thing, and you know, and that's like what Mascara Dorado when we were interviewing him, he mm-hmm. said he said he always like he appreciates people copying him, but it's like there's always that you have to do your own thing. Yes, you know? and and Mascara Dorado like nobody does what he does like the the run the walking on rope stuff. It's not as his his Absolutely. match is different from Absolutely. a Dragon Lee match. Dragon Lee's match is different from Volador Jr. That's why those three guys are so much better than every other technical in um mm-hmm. in CML and why Angel de Oro and La Mascara and all these other guys are kind of like eh they're in the same group you know because they don't really I, do anything. I agree. I so agree. Yeah, they might do a plancha, but it's like yeah, it's basically the what other guys do. I remember when I was learning to wrestle like for the first time American style. Uh, you know, a lot of guys would be teaching you just kind of moves that everybody does, but. You know, the more skilled wrestlers like the Mickey Doyle would say, yeah, learn these moves, but try to do something that's your own. Yeah, try yeah. To, try to make yourself stand out. And uh, you know how many, it seems to me like people, I more than ever, people it just are merely imitating their heroes. I don't want to go too off topic, but uh-huh. you mentioned Mickey Doyle's name. You know how yes. many shows I've watched this week where they use the name Mickey Doyle? No! <laughs> yes. No, wait, uh, really? NCIS... There's a Mickey Doyle. There was a Mickey. There was a Mickey Doyle as a villain. <laughs> uh-huh. And then um, I was watching the documentary. No, it was the what was it? It was a story about. Um, oh no, Boardwalk Empire. And Board, I was. Oh I, I've been watching Boardwalk Empire, and there's a Mickey Doyle in that too. Oh my lord! <laughs> Only that Mickey Doyle, you'd probably get a kick out of because he's he laughs. He's like. He's one of those, you know, the the, the evil gangster laugh. Oh like, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> like it was just annoying. And and, just, and I heard, and I haven't heard any detail about the show, but I heard that's one of these shows to watch. It's really good. It's really yeah. good. Because we're, I finished season one. We Elena and I have just about run out of uh, shows to watch, so uh-huh. that's one of the ones we're considering. Yeah, that's really good. Cool. Um, yeah. So back to this match. Um, mm-hmm. It was really good. A lot of dives and crazy shit that you would expect from Prince Puma and Rey mm-hmm. Mysterio and all these guys. Um, I actually like the cage match more than the this four way, but they were both great. Oh, very cool! Yeah. Now, cage with Johnny Mundo is cage more the face now? Yeah, he's more of a. That's face. what he should. Yeah, be. yeah. That's he's, he's just a big guy. Because we talked about this. Yeah, before. yeah. He's big, monstrous looking, but he he just moves so fluently. Yeah, because he's so he's he's yeah he could he could break stuff, but you know you got Matanza and mm-hmm. and Mil Muertes who are. Pretty much the same size as um, Cage because none of them are huge guy. They're huge in size mm-hmm. as far as like you know muscle and all that. Big dudes, but they're not huge as in tall. You know, they're not like seven footers or anything like that. But um, so you got when Milmar this and Matanza Cueto or even Pentagon when they're going to kill somebody, they look like they're going to kill somebody. Brian Cage kind of looks like he's more of that guy who's like people think they could take on, 
but you can't knock him down, you know? Like, yes, that's what I... exactly. Like, he's, exactly. like, incredible Hulk, like, kind of like that, more of a, hey, you know? Like, you, he's not going to back down. Yeah, I, I like him. Yeah. I like him a lot. Yeah, and you can't... You got to have somebody who's a little different from the other guys. Um, this... Today's show, um, we're taping this on Wednesday mm-hmm. after Lucha Underground. Um, they had a... All four matches were for Aztec Medallions. The show wasn't at the level of last week's show, but, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't... Re- I mean... Last week's show, Lucha Underground show, probably one of their three or four best shows that they've had. Kind of like anything's going to be kind of it's, like... Yeah, you can't top that. Yeah. You got to top it with like a really standout show. So um, they had um, the Mac beating Marty the Moth mm-hmm. to win one of the medallions. Then they had um, Siniestro de la Muerte, the one surviving uh, member of the Disciples of Death. I think I told mentioned last show where... Um, he, yes, mu- he murdered the other two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I love how people yes, fly off. Yes. I'm, w- I'm waiting for a great resolution. So he, he, be King, he be King Cuerno. So then Chavo Guerrero Jr. shows up and he wants a shot at one of the medallions, the Aztec medallions. He shows up at um, Dario Cueto's office and Dario Cueto tells him he's not. He doesn't think, he's like, he can't give him an opportunity because let's be honest, he usually doesn't. He usually fails. <laughs> so he told, and, and, and Chavo was like, you, so he's like, you got to prove me, prove to me that you're worth mm-hmm. getting the shot. So Chavo was like, I'll show you. So before that, they had a, another skit where um, Sexy, um, Sexy Star goes in to talk to um, um, Dario Cueto. And Dario Cueto's, you know, he's pretty, he tells Sexy Star, he understands what's going on with her and um, Marty the Moth and um, his sister, Mariposa. Mm-hmm. He's like, I understand because... Um, my brother and I, we went through this with my mom. She was abusive uh-huh. until we t- we had to take her down. It's like, and it's your turn to stand up and take down Mariposa. So I'm going to have you in a match, a no mas match. Yes. So this is going to be the main event, a no mas match, which is an I quit match between mm-hmm. Mariposa and Sexy Star. So then they show a skit where uh, Famous B, uh, Mascarita Sagrada is working out, mm-hmm. lifting weights. Oh, cool. And in the shower? No, in the, <laughs> in the weight room. <laughs> Not, so uh, Famous B shows up and tells him um, he booked him for a match for the Aztec Medallion. Mm-hmm. So, he's like, so he's like, you get that match today and you're going to, because I'm going to make you a star. And so he gets them all ready, gets them in a robe. And they're all like, everybody's excited because uh, Melissa Santos is going to introduce um, Mascarita Sagrada. Mm-hmm. But she gets cut off by um, Famous B. Mm-hmm. And Famous B does this really great hype um, um, introduction for Ma- uh, Mascarita Sagrada. He comes out with his with a girl, the blonde that um, Famous B made famous. Mm-hmm. And they all show up. They're all excited. And they announce his opponent. His opponent, Cage. <laughs> <laughs> so then you see Cage. It's like, oh. So you see Mascarita Sagrada. It's like, oh, my God. I got to wrestle Cage. <laughs> so great. Cage destroys him in, like, 30 seconds yeah. he gave him some offense but like in um, in less than a minute he ends him mm-hmm. so then Cage is like worried about like he checks in on to see it and Famous B's like like checking in on on, on uh, Mascarita Fam- Famous B's great in this role too by the way that's cool and um, um, the girl's right there with them and they're checking on Mascarita Sagrada and as they're checking on them uh, Chavo Guerrero Jr. sneaks in mm-hmm. and steals Cage's Aztec medallion so then um Cage is checking on him, and uh, Famous B's like, you got robbed. You got robbed. And Cage is like, what do you mean I got robbed? He's like, he's like, I didn't rob I didn't rob anybody. What do you mean I got robbed? He's like, no, you got robbed. So he turns around, and he sees Chavo Guerrero Jr. holding the, the Aztec medallion. <laughs> so then that leads to the next match, which is, which is um, Sexy Star versus Mariposa. Mm-hmm. 
And this match was, I, I mean, I don't know at what point, because I don't think, I don't buy, I don't buy that sexy star bladed. <laughs> it's just, it just not, it's just. You don't see it. I just don't see it just from meeting her right. and, and seeing her. It's possible that she could have cut her like the top of her head where she's got hair and stuff. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's one of the spots, or there's a spot where you could cut. Do you think she went hard way though? No, I think she probably like, because they wrestled, they fought, mm-hmm. they fought around the ring and then they mm-hmm. climbed up. On the other side, you know where the office is, mm-hmm. and the side where we sat. Remember the first time? Yes. There's like a t- uh, there was a there was like another office, like a storage room. Yes. Mm-hmm. They climbed up that, then they climbed up a ladder, and then there was a part where you couldn't see them, and they climbed on the and the on the catwalk, mm-hmm. that's over the over the everything else, and that's where she started bleeding and everything, uh... and then they started doing all the stuff where they, like she was hanging her off of the Mariposa was hanging her off the. Off the catwalk. Oh, cool! So everybody's like, at first everybody's like, it's split between um, Mari Posa and uh, another sexy star, and all of a sudden, little by little, everybody started cheering for sexy star. Mm-hmm. They come back down, and you, you've seen the spot that Puma does where he catches um, Ray Cometa or Titan. He catches them and he like like throws them, swings them into the guardrail. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that spot? Yes, I have. Well, Mariposa does it to um, Sexy Star. Only she does it she, she on the table. The, uh-huh, the side yes, thing. yes. She swings her there four times Damn. on the table. So then the blood even looks even worse because she, she gets she gets everything all over her body. Whoa. So, but like I said, you know, it's it could be hers. It, it might not be hers. But it sounded very. It sounded, effective. but it looks good. It looks good because wow. and so they keep building it up and like uh, Mariposa puts her in, her in 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 like I think her finisher and like. She's getting her to they, they um the referee has to like get the the mic what um what do you say what do you say mm-hmm. and she has to say no mas so they get it to sexy star and she said fuck you mariposa <laughs> <laughs> they oh. didn't beep it out they didn't beep it out they left wow. it unedited they left the fuck you and so she she escapes the hold there's the interference from Marty the moth and mm-hmm. and the mac the mac comes in the, Marty the moth comes back in to like like help mariposa mm-hmm. when sexy starts about to ma- make the com- comeback and so Will, the mac i keep trying to call him willie willie mac the mac <laughs> comes in yeah and so he comes in he he takes out um, Marty the Moth. Mm-hmm. So then, sexy star. He goes over and tells her, "Now you do it." So then she gets her, and she gets her to. Um, she gets uh, Mariposa to submit and say no mas. Really great, really good fin, wow. really good match. Wow. I mean, it it wasn't as good as the matches prior to that, to the the last the previous week. But it was a it was a, a strong finish yeah, to show that, that the first like really kind of. Main event women style, versus women, women versus women in Lucha Underground. Yeah, they should do that because the women versus man thing. And you know, well, if Eva could stop getting injured all the time, <laughs> yeah, Eva is there, Mariposa, and Sexy Star. I mean, that was probably her best match she's ever had. I mean, from from the way you're from, describing and from what it, I'm sure uh, you saw it, uh, from what you've seen of her in AAA. I mean, you've seen her in AAA yes, before yes. that. The time, I mean, the time you haven't seen AAA, she hasn't really rustled. <laughs> it's like, you haven't missed her that much. And actually, we were joking about you watching that one women's match. Yeah. It's like, she was probably in that. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't, she hasn't rustled that much because of injuries, too. So, like, I would say the last three or four years, she hasn't really been on wow. that much. But it's like, that was probably her best match, I think, ever, really. Because, I mean, I, I maybe she had a great match with Fabi Apache. But Fabi Apache's best matches were usually against her own sister or well, and, and, against Billy Boy. Or, and also, like, Fabi Apache's going to bring out the best. Yeah. Match. And, you know, she worked with Melissa. I mean, Mariposa, mm-hmm. Mariposa's cheerleader, Melissa, mm-hmm. was really good. I mean. Yes. Somebody that... It's funny because I, I know when, when people would ask, 
um, what woman would you like to see in in this promotion? She's like, cheerleader Melissa. It's like everybody brings it up. It's like every single time, cheerleader Melissa. It's like, why aren't you guys paying attention to you us? You know what? It kind of bums me out. I, I, I picture, unless she gets some miraculous push in 20 years, she's going to be the greatest woman wrestler nobody ever remembers. I mean, she, she, I mean like, the WWE women aren't that attractive. Like, it's not like this, oh, they're over the top hot now. Yeah. She should be there. Like, she's somebody who should have been there. She should have been in TNA. I mean, she's somebody... She's both gorgeous, and she can work. She could work. I mean, she, she can work. She could out-wrestle anybody. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. so I'm wondering if she's going to be in... Because um, that Lucha Libre World Cup, they're going to have four women, mm-hmm. four teams of women. Curious if she's going to be in that. It does show, show what a... Bizarre. Not sure, because um, they, uh, they, they have listed Oz Academy and Pro Wrestling Wave from mm-hmm. Japan, mm-hmm. and she's with Stardom. Wasn't she, like, the president of Stardom? I think that's what they named her, right? President Stardom so. USA at that show we mm-hmm. went to, yeah, yeah, and, and, and she had but that, she's a lucha and remember, She had that really good match. Who was the MMA gal? Shayna Baszler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was only her second match. Yeah, and, and she's getting more really bookings. I know she was the one I. And it's yeah, so funny. That was one you sat next to at Bart Show, right? Um, yeah, that yes. the, the previous time. Um, it's funny. Um, when Eric Van Wagenen asked me what women I would recommend mm-hmm. on, on Twitter, and it's funny because the. the I don't think he brought in any of the women I recommended other than the pirate, um, Kaiji Ho- Kari Hojo. I oh, think. yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, that was the only one because I recommended, <laughs> I recommended the ones that looked, to me, that looked cool. And to me, Melissa looked cool. Um, actually, I think he did bring in most. Well, I, I, like, and I told him, I told him, you can't go wrong with any of them, really. And something uh, physical was pointing out when, uh, with Melissa's match, it looked like Melissa was letting, uh, letting her, her opponent carry some of the match, which is impressive for somebody who's that you know the weird thing is that they posted pictures of um i guess sexy star her husband posted a picture of the match Mm -hmm. afterwards from that the match we were talking about that just aired yes where she's bloody so it's like Mm -hmm. maybe it's possible but because they got beat up a lot and then uh, melissa posted a picture of um the beating she took in that match and she's got bruises all over her body but i'm like i'm thinking because she she was naked in the picture she just covered herself up and and took a picture of the side of it (laughs) And I'll, so you see this one comment that says, um, you're going to start making this into a fetish, uh, um, like bruising, bruised yeah, women. bruised women fetish. What? And what? I'm like, I'm like, dude, that's probably like the, I don't mind them doing that, but it's like, it's probably not something you want to do. I, cause I, it's like, I don't want to see that. Yeah. Part. Cause it's, cause it's like you're, you're, it's, it's well, one of the things that's kind of, it's uh, already, it's, it's already, you already have a lot of people complaining about the women's intergender matches. Now you got to do this. It's like, it's not going to help that stuff. Well, and also it's, I, it, you know, with the whole roller derby phenomenon, frequently I'll see women who do roller derby You'll on, show on your Facebook bro. showing their a big bruise on their either their butt or their leg or yeah. something to show that it's real. It's like we know you get hurt. You don't yeah. have to keep showing us every bruise you got. Yeah, like you know? I, like if you wrestled, you never showed anybody your, your. You're not like, hey, look at this old bruise. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're always getting bruised yes, up and stuff yes. like that. And I mean, yeah, and okay, this is the old man in me. The original roller derby stars, I hate to see what the injuries looked like then because yeah. cause those... Because they're only showing you the outside part. The, the, those bruises from the outside actually do damage the inside, too. So it's like... Yeah, yeah. And, and if, <laughs> you watch, if you watch 1970 roller derby compared to roller derby today, the, the ones back then were so much more badass and... You, you don't see Mascara Dorada posting pictures of his bruises, and he got pretty fucking... <laughs> That match, that yes. match on Tuesday, he got 
that for the, the 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 bump on the apron because mm-hmm. he did too. Remember the power bomb also the power yes. bomb that that yes. Mephisto game, and then like the the few times the the topes and stuff like that. Yeah, dude, I've gotten bruised. That off. okay, that that very finishing move after the the super devil swings. Yeah, that looks scary. I, would you take that? No, I would. I would <laughs> not. Even from Mephisto, even from somebody who knew. Yeah, Mephisto, yeah. I, I and I, okay, you have, have to because you know I I. I've just started watching semi-regularly again. Is that just a move I haven't seen before, or was that the first time? Yeah, you haven't seen it before. I it's fucking, been it's been frequent, but I freaked out watching it. Well, there's a lot of stuff I got like really nervous like the, watching the the, the 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 top rope Super Frankensteiner. Mm-hmm. That always scares me, I, and it's amazing how, how how they do it. And then the the other one is the 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 Spanish Fly. Yeah, Spanish I, Fly. I, I'm like, how all do you? Those moves, but it's because they're training. They train. They like yeah, they, like I mean, Master Verada said, he trains. From the morning all the way through, Absolutely. Like, hours and hours of training. And, but I still get nervous watching it. I mean, I know they're probably going to be okay, but yeah. man. <laughs> Nero Casas, why isn't he showing us his bruises? <laughs> <laughs> he got beat up pretty bad. And he's like, but like, it's that. It's, oh, that's something I just want to briefly bring up. I know it's uh-huh. old news. Oh, the news, injury? Old news now. No, the um, hair versus hair with Voldador. Uh-huh. Just again. You didn't watch it the first time, right? No, no, I just watched it like about a week ago. Because of the Stecca airing. Uh, I just looked it up oh, on, on YouTube. YouTube, okay. YouTube. The way he put over Volador in at in the match and just sold it like he was totally defeated. Defeated, injured, and humiliated. Man, Casas just understands wrestling like no Greatest, Like, he's the greatest, really. I think he, from... I, yeah. I know people. They just. I know people just did a two-hour podcast dedicated to the hundred greatest wrestlers, and it's like, and Eric Costas is probably up. I mean, not to do, not to put down any other guys because Terry Funk and yeah, yeah, and, Terry and Funk Rick is, Flair and all those guys are great. And I mean, that list, like, I could go through it. I'm not going to argue over like. Yeah, you're going to argue about its placement, but it's like when you do a list. I mean, it's hard to when everybody's great. It's like yeah, yeah. But there's Nero, a lot of but Nero Costas has got to be up Costas there. Costas is way up yeah. there. That guy. I mean. You see so many people who are of his stature. And, and it's even greater now because you look at his age 56 compared to what Terry Funk was doing at age 56 and, and Ric Flair at 56 mm-hmm. doesn't compare to what Nero Casas is doing because they weren't, they weren't wrestling the schedule. He's, I mean, the dude is wrestling. The dude sometimes wrestles like three or four times. Absolutely. For, just for CMLL. I mean, he, he's and wrestling I mean, more he than that. He wrestles smart. Yeah. He, he, I mean... Uh, there's and there's so many guys of his age and stature who wanted to put somebody over like that. He's wrestling Rush tonight. They which... don't want to make it look that effective. But man, he made it look like Volador uh, destroyed him physically, spiritually, everything. And Volador Jr. is going awesome. to the Volador Jr. is going to the best of the Super Juniors. I just year. read that today. Yeah. that is awesome. Yeah, he's he's going to be in Block B. He's he's gonna he's gonna get to face Ricochet. Who, oh my god who is yeah. Prince Puma and Lucha Underground yeah so that's another one of those um, although yeah. we're starting to see the whole AAA Lucha Underground dynamic I mean I don't think it really matters it's really CML like I said I don't think like when people were telling me about the cage rush thing when they didn't want to wrestle each other mm-hmm. and people were trying to tell me oh it's CML it's like ah don't blame I, I'm pretty sure AAA had something to say with it because I, I mean when that I when that Volador Jr. Johnny Mundo match happened and they told me that it was 
that it was all worked out. It's like, and, okay, and I think I know what's going on. Am I incorrect? On. But it always seems like Trip, like CMLL, didn't have a lot of hangups of their wrestlers wrestling with other companies if they weren't being booked. As long as it's not AAA, like yeah, it's not. Yeah, somebody, yeah. As long as it's not some. And like Johnny Mundo, when he was saying that he wasn't in AAA at that time. Yeah. Yeah. And he never really was. He just had booked. He got bookings for them. He never had. Yeah, that. and I mean, I, I you know. I, I know CMLL, we said this hundred I think people before. kind of get confused with the whole term contracts. Yeah. Because I think they think it's a, like like you watch sports or um, television or something in the U.S. and they, they t- tell you they signed a contract. You're assuming it's a contract like year long or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like in Lucha, it's really like uh, Lucha Underground has contracts. Yes. yes. I don't think AAA and CMLL really have. No. I think, I think they have an understanding. Because like when Mascara Dorado was saying when he... He explained more about the whole um, New Japan deal. Mm-hmm. He actually got the New Japan didn't contact CMLL. They contacted. They asked. They talked to Mascara Dorada direct directly, mm-hmm. and offered him the 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 deal. And him, out of loyalty, went to Paco Alonso and asked him if he would, if he was okay with it. And Paco gave him his blessing because they have a relationship yeah. with New Japan. I'm guessing New Japan probably told Paco also, but won't kind of probably. Like, and you know, the more I more I hear about it, it sounds like Paco takes a slight, very, very, very personally. But it sounds like if you're professional with him, yeah, he appre- It sounds like he's and that's what Mascara Dorado was like, kind of yeah. saying. Like, if you uh, and it, like even like when Nijo Fantasma left, when he left yeah. CML, he even said he want he wanted to meet with Paco. And it's like once you meet with him, he kind of understands where you're going through. He can understand what, but it's like. It's like that doesn't mean he's going to make the, the, the change. It's like it's up to the bookers. Yeah. And like if you're not going to if you're not getting through to those guys, you obviously have to leave. You know. Although I think Hijo Fantasma, if he went back, I think he'd probably end up being a main, main eventer because. Well, probably you know? yeah, yeah. But it sounds like if you if you show him respect, he'll bring you back. If it, I mean, uh, we're, we're, we've talked about this that we're assuming that was Sombra's game plan in leaving. Well, see, like I think you know, with I think with luchadors, if you're under thirty and if somebody's interested in you, if you don't have family and you're under thirty, mm-hmm. say WWE wants you, you got to go. Because oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, because I mean, Mexico's always going to be there. But when you when you're thinking about the way Mystico went about it, how see you guys later. Yeah, but Sombra planned it out in advance and. And I don't on the most professional terms. I I think I've ever heard of any wrestler leaving. Yeah, because I think with Mystico, what happened was like I think he got the deal and like told them afterwards. Like it wasn't like yeah. a it wasn't yeah. like a I'm I'm thinking of going to this place or or they're interested in me. What should I you know should should mm-hmm. I take it or would you match it or what? It's, it wasn't like that. It was more like yeah, hey, see you guys later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're this guy whose family has run the business longer than even the, anybody else on earth and this young guy saying gotcha because you know? I mean even the way they booked them I mean they just cut off mm-hmm. a lot of stuff and whereas Sombra was like he was still getting like he was still pushed you know it was still like a right yeah the right. biggest the best run of his career really on it his way was. out I, I I cannot remember them doing a greater gradual exit of a wrestler than Sombra. That it's was got, so yeah, you got, we got to look back and see, like, more or less. But, I mean, there hasn't been that many guys that have left to WWE. And even, like, when they were going to WCW, it was so different back then. I mean, mm-hmm. back back then it was like you rated the promotions, you know. You were like, it wasn't the same as Those, now. That was insane. Yeah, like that. that back then it was like, you're going to, you, I want El, I want El Dandy, we're going to pay him more and you're, you're fucked. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> And then it, it, but you know who ended up getting the worst out of that was Conan because now Conan everybody hates it. It's true. Yeah, he, it's true. I can't. I, mean, I can't see him ever like 
uh, unless these projects. Although I think he's done well here. He has. Well, you know, it's funny because he. He's in a better place now where it's in the past. It yeah, and, it, and, and it's funny. His strong point is his his bluntness, his, opin- his opinions, but at the same time, that's what shoots him in the foot, too. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, he's had nine lives as far as you getting, know, pro- getting in and out of promotions. Yeah. I mean, his strength is his weakness, I think. You yeah. know, it's like... Well, I uh, should mention Dragon Lee's out three weeks, which is a bummer. Yeah, I hope he'll it would have. It was a little longer. Um, everybody just thought that he might have been the one that had the was going to. Everybody assumed he was the one going to best the Super Juniors because we were talking about. that. Yeah, too. I think we talked yeah. about that last week mm-hmm. and uh, the last show. And um, but I think they already had planned. Volador Junior was going. Right. I think it, it's probably. I don't know. Like, I'm guessing because he's the one that. I think, well, I mean, you can't go wrong. Volador Jr., Dragon Lee, or Mascara Dorada, mm-hmm. one of those three is going, got to give him one. It wasn't like they were sending La Mascara. No, Although true. I would have preferred they sent La Mascara, so you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but then they might never send a Luchador yeah. to Japan again. Yeah. New Japan will say, well, it was a nice yeah. experiment, but... Well, eh. I mean, they have tire masks. <laughs> the, the current one's kind of like La Mascara. Okay, and with that, I guess we covered a lot. Anything else you want to talk about? Anything Anything else? Any other news that you found out? No, nothing I could think of. I think we covered quite a bit here. Mystico and Mephisto winning the Parajas Increíbles match. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That wasn't you, bad. Oh, did you watch that? I actually watched that Friday night. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how much wrestling I've watched yeah. in the last couple how was weeks? That, how was that match? It was actually good. I, I kind of wish that they focused a little more on... Uh, Myst- Caristico and Mystico, Mystico with each other, but they... They, they uh, just switched each other around. Right? Yeah, yeah. It it was good, though. It wasn't like the Rush it's, Sombra, remember the Relevels and Green? No, 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 no. It's, it's, where it took, they waited till the very end for them to finally face right, them, no, which I, was great. How would I say? It was nothing to write home about, but it was good. Yeah. It was good, yeah. yeah. Well, Mystico's done a lot better this year. So yes, yes. Can't really hate on them. I can't hate on him, yeah. and, you know... Plus, he's a good little brother. He's a good big brother for Dragon Lee. He's being nice to him. And yeah, and I, 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 I have a soft spot for him because he got put into a gimmick that is hard to fill. I gotta, I gotta mention oh this. I gotta mention this. Um, I was watching CML Informa, mm-hmm. and they were interviewed. They were they they, they interviewed the the guys who were going to have show matches on um, on Saturday show. Mm-hmm. The Saturday show is the Sabado Retro and Arena Coliseo, which is you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a smaller show, but it's it's got this more of a traditional feel to it. So they brought in Artiero and Flyer. Mm-hmm. Flyer shows up late, and he shows up because um, he he and he asked him, um, "How'd you get here?" He's like, "Oh, I, I drove. Um, I rode my um, my uncle, my Theo Ramon's um, motorcycle. Theo Ramon is Volador Jr. Okay, okay, yeah. So, um, yes, yes. So they're like, they're like, well, as the show's ending, they're like, well, hopefully you didn't get. Oh, they're they're like, hopefully you guys get a lot of. Hopefully you guys have a great match, so you mm-hmm. guys can get money thrown." And you can actually pay any um, tickets, you speeding tickets you might have gotten while getting to the show. And uh, Flyer, this is one thing I, I, I noticed he does have a good sense of humor. He's like, he's like, oh, I don't have to pay those tickets because it's it's my um, I was wearing the mask, and they'll just go to my uncle's um, to my uncle. You know, it's, it's his motorcycle. <laughs> I love it. So I was just laughing. I was like, oh god, that reminds me of when when they were having the lucha shows of Pico Rivera back in around nineteen ninety and. Uh-huh. Greg Regalado is before he was a wrestler. Uh-huh. We were all paying whatever it was for parking and stuff like that. He drove up and 
he grabbed one of the wrestling masks he bought from Tijuana uh-huh. and put it on. Thinking. <laughs> and just said, yeah, um, is this the, I'm wrestling here? They're like, oh yeah, go right ahead, go right ahead. <laughs> and they waved him through. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, well, this has been a fun show. And, uh, well. Hopefully, hopefully nothing new happens for the next. That's right. <laughs> so kidding. who knows when we'll return. My- Last time, I think I ended the show by saying, see you next week. And I guess I was being. I think you were uh, right. Yeah, I guess I was prophetic without knowing it. You yeah. know, uh, uh, subliminally prophetic, I guess. So. Maybe next podcast we'll have the Superboy podcast. Yes, it is about that time of year where yeah. we have to have a Superboy podcast, so we yeah. will do that. And until then, may the right hemisphere of the brain short-circuit the left hemisphere. May the left hemisphere short-circuit the right hemisphere. And Bing, you are there. <laughs>